The following is a recording of the Dharma Family Service for the Southern Alameda County Buddhist Church on November 6, 2022. <laughs> Sepo 
song he Let's read the golden chain one together. You'll find that in your pink book on page 15, or the words will be on the screen. Golden chain. I am a link in Amita's golden chain of love that stretches around the world. 
I will keep my link bright and strong. I will be kind and gentle to every living thing and protect all who are weaker than myself. I will think pure and beautiful thoughts, say pure and beautiful words, and do pure and beautiful deeds. May every link in Amita's golden chain of love be bright and strong, and may we all attain perfect peace. Namami Dabutsu. Sensei will now give the Dharma school message um, to the students this morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, students. I hope everybody is doing well. Nice and bright-eyed, full of energy. Kind of, not really. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get extra hour to sleep. That's, that's true, too. Uh, so I'd like to ask the, the Dharma school today, uh, you know, uh, can you name one thing that in your life right now, at this point in your life, at this stage in your life right now, that you really need in life, that you really need, that you can't have, or you have to have in your life in order to be able to live? Uh, you know, is it like a stuffed animal, for example, when you go to when you go to bed or when you go on long trips somewhere, or is it like a, a, an iPhone that that you have, right? Uh, some kind of device to keep you on on Instagram and these kinds of things. So uh, I like to ask the students. Let's go, with Tyler. Tyler, is there something that you have to have? Oh, that's a good one. Okay, yeah, it's good. Yeah, bed sleeping is very good. Josie. <laughs> Video games, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, very good. Yes. Uh, Keisai is not here today. He's sick, but uh, he would have said the same thing. Nintendo, he wants, he really wants a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah, Jackets, okay. Is it like a Parker or like a bomber jacket? Oh. For what? Oh, yeah, so she says she needs her big Parker jacket, right? Yeah. Parker jacket for uh, the cold weather that's been cold happening these days. Amy? My two pets? Oh, my toothpaste. Okay, very good. All right. Oh, very good answer. I like that. That's very good. Your healthy teeth. They, they say that your, uh, your, your overall health is based on your, your general hygiene of your, your teeth, right? Or something in your mouth, right? So toothpaste is very good, I think. Yes, thank you. Uh, Mia. Oh, my mom. My mom. Very good answer. Okay. I think all of these are fantastic answers. Uh, Oh, Ita! Oh, Itanda! <laughs> He's on the Zoom. <laughs> okay. Food. Okay, food. Very good answer. Yes. He's learning after me very well. Yes. <laughs> okay, very good. All right. Thank you very much for your, your lovely answers. Well, I bet you um, th there's something that you haven't realized or haven't given much thought recently, but uh, when you were a baby, there was something that you absolutely needed in order to survive and stay alive, right? And we call that the, oh, wait, does anybody have any idea what that would be? We say in Japanese, oheso, oheso, but that's originally your umbilical cord, okay, the medical term, umbilical cord. So we don't remember this, uh, and, and um, 
but it shows how much that we've changed over the time, but it goes to show just how much goes behind the scenes that we don't realize that was able to sustain our lives and make our lives possible at our most vulnerable stage in our life, right? We have no idea just how much we are being supported by our mother, uh, by our, our parents, our families and friends, right, etc. So a commonly given story in Shin Buddhism, Jodo Shinshu Buddhism, that explains the relationship between Amida Buddha and us is the relationship between the mother and her baby. It's a commonly used example. So more, more specifically, the story of the oheso, the navel. Can you point to your navel? Amiya? Navel, oheso, Okay, I'm assuming you pointed at the right place. Okay, that's very good. <laughs> So, uh, uh, the navel served a very vital role in your upbringing, right? Uh, we look at our navel now and think it's just a piece of decoration or something on our stomach, but at one time it was uh, that where it was our lifeline, right, that connected us, right? So it is through this umbilical cord that our mother gave us the proper nutrients, right, to be able to grow from a fetus to a baby. And we slowly grow and grow until it's time for our birth in this world. And the umbilical cord not only connected us physically to our mother, but it also nurtured us with love and support, even though we did not recognize that it was there, right? We just lived our lives growing up, not knowing about this support, but we kept growing and growing uh, until the time came to be born. So that's, the process is very seamless on our end, but on our mother's end, she's working very hard to make sure that you are being taken care of, right? Uh, and so our mother uh, worried about what would be the proper nutrients to take in order to be able to give birth to a healthy child. Our mother constantly worried about the different harms, right, in the outside world that could possibly uh, occur and tried her best to take care of the child. Uh, and on our end, we have no idea, right, the immense amount of work that it took to make this happen. Now we can see truly, you know, uh, you know, in the three treasures, we read that often, right? It says, hard to be born into human life. Now we are living it, right? And so it, we can see literally just how difficult it was for us to enter into this world and be born, right? But it is my mother's wish that I would be born and I am constantly being raised and nurtured with this love and support. And so much the same way, Amida Buddha is like, the mother, right? Amida Buddha works to bring us to be born in the Pure Land. And we have no idea how much work it took for this to be possible. On our side, it seems almost seamless, right? But Amida Buddha wishes and has this, what we call aspiration or negai or vow, primal vow, that we are born in the Pure Land. The Buddha says, I promise that you will be born in the Pure Land just, and be a Buddha just like myself. You will always be in light and in warmth in the Pure Land. So don't worry. So how does the Buddha do this? Do this? How does the Buddha give this the proper nutrients that we need for our spiritual upbringing? When we say, those has all the nutrients packed in to, to, to spiritually bring us to uh, awaken to this world of purity. Right? So it's much like the, the mother and uh, how she supports us through this umbilical cord. Amida Buddha gives us the nutrients that we need to be born and in the pure land. We call this the onenbutsu. So uh, we say, Namo Amida Buddha, thank you Amida Buddha. I will not doubt that I am being supported. I will not turn my back to you 
or hurt you just as, I, just as I would not hurt my own mother, right? Thank you, Amida Buddha, for bringing me to the world of great compassion. So uh, one more time, if you could point to your navel, right, navel. Many people see this and, uh, and, and will say, well, I, I won't believe it until I see it. Or they, they might say to you, I need to see that I'm tied to the umbilical cord in order to know that my mother exists or that, that I'm being supported, which is fine, right? But our eyes uh, see what we choose to see. And our eyes are very limited in, in our ability. If you point to your navel, we know that there was something there. And there was something there that connected us to something more, something greater in life, right? And that is the same thing as the onembutsu. It connects us to this greater world, this greater reality. When you see the oheso, say onembutsu, okay? Oheso onembutsu. It's the same o, okay? Honorific o, but oheso onembutsu. Namo amida butsu. Excuse me. So when we push the button of the oheso, then we say namo amida butsu, okay? Okay, that's a good way to remember this. Okay, so oheso onembutsu, all right? So with that, I would like to close today. Anytime that you have, you know, this, uh, you know, question about life, and, we're, and, and, and you feel that you need to be connected and spiritually nurtured. Don't ever forget about Oheso Onenbutsu. Okay, thank you very much. Please join me in Gasho. Namo Amida Namo Amida Namo
Thank you. Please be seated. Now let's read the Rogemon 2. You'll find that in your purple book on page 14. Ryogemon 2. I rely on Amida Buddha with my whole heart for the attainment of nirvana. I give up trust in my powerless self and abandon all practices that rely on the false ego. I know that because of Amida's boundless compassion, I am assured of rebirth at the very moment I put my trust in Amida. I call the name Namo Amidabutsu in happiness and thanksgiving for the gift of universal vow. I am grateful for Shinran Shonin and his followers for leading me to this profound teaching. I will try to live throughout my life according to the way of Nembutsu that they have taught. Namo So I would like to uh, continue with this uh, example between mother and her uh, child being connected at the umbilical cord. Uh, so once again, we receive the nutrients that is needed to nurture and develop us to grow, to eventually be born in the Pure Land. And that nutrients is, is what we receive as the Onembutsu, Namo Amidabutsu. And so, uh, and when we receive that, we call that uh, the moment of true entrustment, or what Shinai Shonin calls Xinjing, Xinjing, true entrustment. So um, to put this into perspective, we awaken to our mother's love for us, you know, while in the womb, you know, and in much the same way, we awaken to Amida Buddha's compassionate activity while in this life, while in this life. How difficult is that? It's very difficult. Because we normally don't feel this kind of love, right? And so, you know, there isn't this direct or concrete feeling in which we are embraced or, or uh, directly. How do we know that this compassion is, embraces us? How can we feel this? How do we know for sure? But as I mentioned before, uh, there are glimpses when we see or can feel this compassionate working at place. There are certain instances in which we can feel or sense that we are part of something much larger, much uh, greater, much more all-embracing uh, than just, just this ego self. And we can't quite pin it down through our thoughts and words, but we can just feel it. There are moments in our lives when we uh, feel it. And I'm sure you have uh, felt these moments in, in your personal lives. You know, when we are brought to tears, uh, when we part with a loved one, or, uh, you, you know, you feel that kind of suffering, right? And it's much, it's much more than just a, a simple loss, right? You feel absolutely engrossed in or absolutely enveloped within this dynamic life movement. And you feel pain and suffering. But amidst this pain and suffering, there is this rare occasion in which you feel a moment of this greater honest, for lack of a better word. We are being brought up or nurtured to understand a world that is much more than just our own egocentric world. These powerful experiences where we are shaken to our core become ways we are being shown a greater world of true reality that is beyond the one that we know. The other day, here at this temple, there was a very moving message that was given here. 
And when this person's mother, in her final days before passing, she was kind of recalling this, you know, the final uh, days uh, with her and her mother, okay? And in their last encounter together, that person's mother tells uh, her, okay, that her daughter, right? The mother, so the dying mother tells her daughter, uh, she says, you know, the simple word of attention, right? She says, attention. And that's it. And that's it. That was to be their last encounter together, right? That was her last words to her child. But it is in this reflection of this last encountering that the child now sees that the mother, in her last moments of her life, was still caring for her child and says to her, attention, attention, as in pay attention to this life that is ever-changing. Pay attention to this ephemeral glimpse in time, the flicker of life, right? Because it won't last long. In her care for her child, she gives this final message to her. And this is truly the work of a bodhisattva. Now as a Buddha, the lasting imprint of this priceless moment will never be forgotten on the daughter, on this person. You see, this is why we are Buddhists. This is why we are Buddhists. The person who gave this account, right, the daughter who gave this account, this story, could not have come to that understanding of deep reflection were she not listening to the Buddha Dharma in her life. Because she has been and is now still being nurtured by Amida Buddha's wisdom and compassion, this person was able to seize the moment and see the profound lesson that was to be realized in their last encounter. And this is why we come to Sunday services. This is why we listen to the, the seminars and the lectures and, and watch the YouTube uh, services, right? Because precious moments uh, like the, that happen throughout your life, right? The moments like the one in their last encountering between a mother and her daughter, Precious moments like those don't go unnoticed, right? The more we listen, the more we hear the Buddha's calling voice. The more we hear the Buddha's calling voice, the more we see how in every moment there is profound meaning there. Every moment. We see how in every moment we are being shown just how much there is going on in this life and that we have no idea just how deep this thing goes. When we sense that, when we feel that, when we, when we just see how much we can never know, that's when we know. At that moment, there is only Namo Aminabutsu. There is nothing left to think. There is nothing left to say. There is nothing left to do. There is only Namo Aminabutsu. That's why we are here. This is what Master Enyo Shonin teaches us. And this feeling of being part of a greater reality, that all of this is not meaningless, there is purpose to this. Your suffering, your joy, and your every emotion in between, such as nostalgia, these are all ways in which the greater reality is speaking to you. Every moment now is a moment in which you're being nurtured 
to understand this world of true reality. When something bad happens, like a death of a loved one, or a car accident, or someone gets sick, as Buddhists, we don't really ask the question of, why did this happen to me? You ask yourself this, why did this happen to me? Why now? Why did this, why do I have to be told this right now? Just when I was, you know, I got my promotion or just when I'm like almost there to get my degree or something, right? We always think, why did this have to happen to me now? What did I do to deserve this? Instead of that, as Buddhists, it is more proper to think, why did this happen for me? Not why did this happen to me? Why did this happen for me? What am I supposed to learn from this? And this is what we are taught to ask of ourselves in self-reflection as Buddhists. On the other hand, when something good or positive or happy happens to me, then this is the question we should ask ourselves as Buddhists. Why did this happen for me? It's the same question. What am I supposed to learn from this? So in both, it's, exact, it's the same question, exact uh, same question for both situations, both positive and negative situations. Why did this happen for me? What can I learn from this, uh, this, this moment in time? When we ask ourselves this question, we start to see the profundity of life, the profound nature of life, the deep meaning of life, rather than constantly chasing our egocentric dreams and wishes. You see, again, philosophy, there is what's called the nihilist. Right, or the existentialist, the critic, right, the skeptic, these, uh, uh, this world, who say that this world of reality is nothing more than simply the physical world. You know, once I die, that's it, that's it. There's nothing else left to, you know, if I see it, I believe it, that's it, right? But that's such a narrow way of looking at life. I, I still don't understand why people say that, you know? And that's the key difference between Shin Buddhists and the skeptics and these, these other philosophers. In our eyes, you know, true reality is not some objective reality. True reality is actually passionate, right? It embraces us. And that's the difference, right, between us and uh, um, uh, the other skeptics or the, the, the other philosophers or nihilists and existentialists. Right? Amida Buddha is the Buddha of wisdom and compassion. And it puts a whole new twist, a whole new meaning to the word Mother Nature. Our mother is Amida Buddha. The world is one in which Amida Buddha speaks to us in the form of Namo Amida Buddha. In Japanese, we call Amida Buddha Oyasama, Oyasama. And here in America, that has been de-emphasized. I think it's because we see Oyasama as some kind of godlike figure, some kind of deity. I think that's why. It has a very significant uh, relationship there, that it's not a cold reality that's separate from ourselves. We are connected intimately, right? Through that, again, the umbilical cord. Through the Onembutsu, we are connected to true reality, right? That is a very significant uh, point in Jodo Shinshi Buddhism. So, uh, in conclusion, this life is invaluable. It is worth it. It is priceless. It is priceless not because I say so. It's, it's priceless because Amida Buddha tells us so. When we forget that, please remember, Oheso, Onenbutsu, right? 
Namo Amida Butsu. It's easy to forget that it's there. And it's easy to forget and overlook this connection to truth, but it's there. And we shouldn't ask ourselves, why did this happen to me? Let's ask ourselves, why did this happen for me? I think this is much more in line with the Buddhist, uh, the Buddhist sentiment. Our Oyasama is calling out to us with compassionate care and saying to us, attention, attention. The more we listen, the more we see indeed just how much we are embraced in the working of the Buddha. And with that, I would like to close today. Thank you very much for coming to today's service. Please join me in Gashou. Namo Thank you, Sensei. Um, this will close the English portion of the service, and everybody is welcome to stay for the Japanese Dharma message. Um, but if you would like to leave, then please come up and offer incense before you go. And then we'll start the Japanese portion in just a minute or so. え、皆さんこんにちは。え、いよいよ寒い日が ね、それは新南省に え、最近本山のウェブページを見ましたら、ご法要のお勤めに関して新しく作成え、
そこにありますので、えー、まず、えー、題名ですが「みんな花になれ、えー」というところを見ていきたいと思います、えー、仏教における「蓮の花」のことをこのタイトル見たら「蓮の花」のことを思い出しますよね、えー、皆さんあの蓮の花はご存知の、えー、ご存知でしょうか Maybe we'll watch that at the end.、Huh? Yeah, that's okay. Thanks. お花自体はとても美しくてえー、綺麗な色をしていますよねとても、えー、full of life 元気な色をしていますねしかしそのお花は、えー、豪華で、えー、立派な、えー、ところで咲くのではなく、えー、泥の池の中つまり、えー、汚い水が、えー、あるところで育ちますでその泥の水の中でなぜ、えー、こんなに綺麗な、えー、花が咲くのかが不思議なことですよねで論理的に考えてみたらありえない話のはずなのに、えー、実にその花が咲いているわけです言い換えてみますと、えー、その泥の水の、えー、おかげでハスの花が咲くのですねまあもしくは咲けるっていう,いうことが言えますよね私たち人間も同じような、えー、ものではないでしょうか五階山上人が煩悩具足の凡夫という言葉を自分のことを言いますつまり自己中心的な考え方から離れない自分あるいはいろいろな執着があって物事を素直に見ることができないのがこの私です駆け足先生という有名な漢学さんがいらっしゃ,るいらっ,しゃったんですけれども,けれどももうお亡くなりになりましたが、えー、和尚は主情を説明するときに煩悩の魂、えー、という、えー、漢字を書いてですねその魂の字に塊という振り仮名をつけていらっしゃるのですちょっとこれを、えー、見せてこれでいいですかね OK 煩悩の塊、えー、Mass of Blind Passions でこの魂という言葉に、えーまあ、あるいはそう,そうですよね魂と言いましたら、えー、この塊というのが、えーまあ、煩悩が集まっているところっていうこと、えー、だというふうに説明しておられますつまり魂というのは煩悩が固まっているというのがこの体であってあるいは、えー、煩悩は、えー、煩悩が集まっている身がこの体私というものなんですねこの考え方から離れないのが自分のことなんです自我というものがある限り人間の苦悩が続くわけですそうであるならばこの体がある限り苦悩があるのならば私たちは一体何をしたらいいのかということになりますよねでこの人生は苦しむためのものなのかそれだけのためのものなのか
世の中ではいろいろなご解釈があるみたいです特に哲学の西洋哲学に見ていきますとですね哲学の見解を見ますとそのような解釈は少なくはありませんしかし仏教においてはそうではないのですむしろ苦悩があるからこそ本当の幸せという、えー、と出会うチャンスがあるのですねその本当の幸せというのは阿弥陀如来様の真実の知恵と慈悲の世界と出会うことでそして本当の自分になるということです仏法を弔問することによって自分らしく生きることができるのですこれが浄土真宗におけるえー、ベネフィットなんですね利益これは仏教用語としては利益というんですけれどもこれが浄土真宗における利益なのですつまり自分らしいハスの花に、えー、なりきることができるのですこれは、えー、ちゃんとお商業に,、えー、にも出てくる教えです浄土三部教の中の、えー、仏説阿弥陀教にはこのようなお言葉が現れます池の中にはハスの花があってその大きさは車のタイヤ窓、えー、ほどあって青い花は青い光を黄色い花は黄色い光を赤い花は赤い光を白い花は白い光を放っていてどの花も美しくその香りも高く、えー、清らかであるとありますここではお嬢との蓮華を説明していますけれどもどの色の花で,花でも同じく輝いており照らし合っていることが説明されていますそして清い花は、えー、あ青い花は青いらしい光で輝いておりそれぞれの色も同じく自分らしい美しい色を出しておりますまた阿弥陀如来様は全ての色を平等に見るということですつまり全ての命は本来平等であるということがここのポイントでありますそしてその平等性を気づかせていただく上で私たちは自分らしい生き方ができるのだということですある人はそんなもんは自分でわかるよ仏法なんかいらんわまたは私は私の一番いいように生きたらええんだ仏教という教えはいりませんという思う方が数多くいるかと思いますしかし自分が生きている限りいつか必ず悩みというものが出てきますその悩みが浮かんできやすい時はやはり身近に友人か家族が亡くなった時ですこの死というものと出会う時やはり自分の心が悩みやすい時だと思いますねそして自分に頼れるかといったらなかなかできないと思いますなぜかというと自分が悩んでいるからですねつまり自分の実力に対する疑いが浮かんでくると言っても良いかもしれません自分が悩んでいるのにどのように自分の力でその悩みを乗り越えることができるのかというんですかねそれができたらよっぽどの人間だと思いますこの人にとって確かに仏教という教えは多分いらないかもしれませんしかしほとんどの人はそれが無理だと思いますやはり何かの助けが必要だと思うんですねその助けとなるものが如来様の働きです
先ほど平等性という言葉を申しましたけれどもやはり仏様が見る平等性と人間が見る平等性は全然違います人間が言う平等性は幻なのですいろいろな社会問題を見たら平等というものは確実にないというのが分かりますよねまあ、来週、選挙ですか、このミッドタームエレクションというのが行われますけれども、ニュースとか見てたら、政治家が一生懸命、平等性、平等な社会を見出しましょう、正義のために平等的にやっていきましょうなどね、そのような表現をよくしますよね。しかし、そのことを言えば言うほど、社会が平等でないことが明らかになってきます。そしていつも指をさして他人のせいで今の現状が平等でないというふうによく発言しますよね結局平等の旗を張っていながら平等性を実現することができないのですなぜかと言いますと人間の平等性はどこまでも自分勝手なものだからなのです自分のいいように向けていくしかしそれをしていくことによって今度他人が不公平だと言ってその人にとって平等ではないわけなんですねですから人間の平等というものはどうしても限られてくるものなのです本当の平等になりきることができないのです本当の平等になりきることができないのでそのため幻というんですねどこまでも追求していくものでたどり着くことができないのですしかし仏様の目からでは全ての命生命は平等なのです体が大き,て大きくても小さくてもどの色でも平等ですそれは本来のものから見ているからです人間は本来ともに成り立っているので空なんですねシュニャタです全てのものが全てのもので成り立っているので限りがないのですところがこの教えを聞いてそれでも仏教の平等性は幻ではないかという見解を持つ人もまだいる,といるかと思いますなんだ仏教においてでも平等の旗を張っていながら平等性を実現することはできないじゃんというふうに批判する人がいると思います確かに仏教徒だからといって社会に平等性を実現するできるのかというと決してそうではないのですねなぜかというとまだ煩悩を抱えている人間だからですしかしその違いはどこにあるのかといいますと仏教の平等性は誰一人の執着にこだわっていないのです仏教の平等性を批判する意見は人間の目でまだ平等性を位置づけているからどこまでもこの教えが成り立たないのですしかしこの教えを本当に弔問して受け止めていく人は仏様のお心をいただいた方なのですこれを信心というのですが仏様の目で世の中を一瞬一瞬でも見えたということなんですねそれが分かることによってこの自分より以外の世界が見えてくるのですそしてこの命の尊さ全ての命の尊さがはっきりしてきますそういった意味での平等性が分かり全ての主情の本来性が平等であることが分かりますですから幻でない本当の平等性が、えー、了解できるのですね
実現を別の話としてしかしそれが見えただけで、えー、大きな違いがあるわけです浄土真宗はこういった教えであがあるのです本当に深い素晴らしいメッセージを持っている,持っているんですこれがしかしなかなか、えー、伝わらないのですね今日、えー、宗教に対する目がますます厳しくなってきます特に、えー、日本の場合最近いろいろな、まあ、大変なニュースがありますから宗教に対する批判の目が強まっていますしかしこのようなメッセージを積極的に伝えていく中で親鸞承認の教えに耳を傾くことがより多くなれたらいいなと願っております結局、えーまあ、今日は題名で終わってしまいますけれども、えー、また来月この話を続けさせていただきたいと思います皆さん合唱お願いいたします南無阿弥陀仏南無阿弥陀仏南無阿弥陀仏